And welcome back, everybody, to another edition of Believe in the Eagles. I'm your host, Mike Gill. This is Believe in Eagles. And, of course, we've got a whole bunch of off-season news, notes, and more to dive into today. The Combine is behind us. The NFL Draft is on the way. We've got free agency and more. Today, on the pod, we want to give you a look at 10 names the Eagles might consider at number 10. Howie Roseman, these are 10 names the Eagles should be zoned in on with pick number 10, if they stay at number 10. I don't know that they'll stay at number 10. I'm kind of 50-50 on that. But if they do, these are the 10 names they should consider at number 10. Now, I'm looking at two positions really at number 10 and then we can throw in a little wild card at the end and kind of get your thoughts on that like rate review subscribe to the pod believe in eagles we'll be giving you material leading up to the draft post draft and more right here on the believe network and i tell you this the eagles at number 10 this is a luxury pick for them you know this is that saint pick that they got last year and now they have two picks in the first round so with that they have the opportunity to maybe get a little creative or they can stick to their roots. So what are some of the things this team might do? Ten names to consider for Howie Roseman at number 10. Let's start, jump right into it, shall we? How about number 10? First up, Joey Porter Jr. Joey Porter Jr. is going to be an interesting name. Uh, Penn State big, long, athletic corner. This is a guy who really... Um, by many people's accounts, could be the best uh, corner in what I think there is a, a four-player, um, four-corner draft here in terms of the first round. You ask, you know, four first-round talent players at the cornerback position, I think anyway. Um, does this mean that there's not other good corners in the draft? Of course not. That, that's preposterous. You got a lot of talent in the draft here. So when I take a look at the rankings in my mind of this cornerback position, Joey Porter Jr., is he the first guy that you think of when you think corners? I think right now, for me, he's probably my top corner on the board. I love his size. I love his length. I love the athleticism. And I think the Eagles are going to need a corner. I think James Bradbury probably... Uh, walks in free agency, which means you have to replenish that spot on the field. You can't go in with Zach McPherson and the, the litany of other guys they have at that corner spot, none of which are starting level material. Joey Porter Jr., 6'2", 192, 4'4", uh, This is a guy who is probably the best corner. Now, there's a bunch of them here. Number two, Christian Gonzalez, uh, the Oregon uh, corner. Another big, rangy guy, 6'1", 200 pounds. He's a guy that I think a lot of people uh, will be talking about. I mean, this combine has come and gone, and these are the four guys I think that stood out at the top of the list. So 
uh, Christian Gonzalez, another one who uh, Oregon's or maybe people on the East Coast here did not um, hear too much about him. I thought he had a great combine. I thought when you look at Christian Gonzalez, you would say, man, he had 6'1", 197, uh, 4'3", 40. I mean, vertical jump, broad jump. I thought he was incredibly uh, athletic looking. And he's a guy that I think teams are probably going to be changing their mind on. 4'3", 40, man. Uh, that is a blazer at that cornerback position. So that would be number two on my list. Number three, Devin Witherspoon. Interesting. Now, here's a guy he did not uh, participate at the combine. Um, a little smaller than those guys. 5'11", 185. You got Witherspoon. Uh, a lot of people, look, you can talk to different people, and you're going to get different reactions. But I think Witherspoon, to some, is the best of this group. Big 10, you know, he gets a chance to play against some physical players. He was... Uh, consensus all of May American defensive back of the year. He had a tremendous career, six foot. I mean, uh, a little smaller. I think he probably more in the five eleven range. I think Devin Weatherspoon. He's at number ten. Those three guys at number ten. The wild card here. If uh, if you want to go, you know, there's a lot of people out there who have that. Hey, you got to go with SEC players, right? You got to take SEC players. Well, you want the SEC player, you go with Kaylee Ringo uh, from from um, Georgia. And I think, you know, you get a very, very athletic corner. I mean, 6'1", 205, another guy runs 4'4". Four, four. Uh, him and Porter, I think, comparable. Gonzalez, probably the fastest of that group. Witherspoon did not run. So those are guys right there you take a look at. For those four corners, I think if Bradbury walks, those are the four guys that you have to take a look at, right? Those are the four guys at cornerback that you have to take a look at. If those four guys are on the board at number 10, and I would imagine at least, I would say there's a good chance that minimally two are on the board, possibly three. Okay, if you take a look at Joey Porter, if somebody jumped on him a little earlier, like eight because of uh, the size. And remember, he has the bloodline as well. A lot of times that does mean something, you know. Uh, you could take a look at different mock drafts all over the place. I've seen Christian Gonzalez up to number six in Todd McShay's mock draft. Um, that's, that's high, man, right? Christian Gonzalez at number six, but Detroit's a team that needs defensive help. This is a team that can score. They're a team that has no problem scoring, but they had to be able to stop people. The 4-3-40 is going to jump out. The only other possibility, you know, you have Philadelphia at 10. And I think that will be three options at corner on the board at that spot. So those four names are definitely four names to consider. All are corners. The next group of names I'm going to throw out at you for those of you who are Eagles fans and believe in Eagles, I'm imagining you are an Eagles fan. You know the drill. Defensive line. Defensive line is where this team makes their money. This is where their bones are on the line. And Tyree Wilson, look, Tyree Wilson to me is a um, is an interesting name. If you look at Ty Wilson and ask yourself, hey, is he going to be on the board at number 10? Right? All right. Well, I think that he's probably going to be a top five guy at this point. He didn't work out at the combine, but
But this is a guy, 6'6", 270, just had a tremendous year, 45. Um, excuse me. Um, you, you look at um, 35 uh, uh, length and, and, and power, 35-inch length and power. This is a big dude with a lot of explosion. And to me, Ty Wilson is a wild card here because he did not work out in Indy. And some of these other guys I'm going to name did not either. But he's a guy, Big 12, Tech, Tech. I think he has a possibility because of the Jalen Carter situation that he could possibly be the first defensive lineman taken in this draft. So Ty Wilson, I don't think will be there at number 10. But if he is, he's got to be considered. The next guy would be Miles Murphy. All right, Miles Murphy... Another player who, if you look across the defensive line, you know, Clemson, um, this is a guy that has power, burst, he's very good off the edge, uh, 14 stacks, 63 pressures. I think you can get a guy in Miles Murphy who could possibly be your replacement for a Brandon Graham. You know, Brandon Graham has been here and maybe he comes back, but that kind of heart and soul type of player. He is a very talented guy, um, but a little inconsistent. But I definitely think Miles Murphy's the kind of player that, at number 10, maybe a little high there, but definitely somebody to keep an eye on in that spot. Next guy up would be uh, uh, Lucas Van Ness from Iowa. Sorry. Lucas Van Ness from Iowa. I like this kid a lot. Um, he is one of those guys, not a lot of stacks. Um, he is a guy that doesn't have great stacks, but he tested well. Little uh, Mike Mamola feeling around possibly Lucas Van Ness, but I don't think um, the, the lack of experience would be the thing, but this guy's size, the length and the speed and the quickness, he's one of those guys that if he's there at number 10, because of the way the Eagles value that position, he's the kind of guy that you have to consider. I, I, I personally don't love taking that pick at number 10, but I'm just going based on the Eagles' philosophy, the position they like, what they generally do, and defensive line. If he's there, he would be the kind of guy that I can see the Eagles saying, look, he's got just out 6'5", 270, um, again, kind of that Brandon Graham replacement. Someone's going to have to be that Brandon Graham replacement. Um, so, you know, very good size. Strong as an ox, this guy is. Um, so, Lucas Van Ness would be another guy to keep a, an eye on. And then the last guy who, well, actually, there were the three ends. The last group would be tackled. Jalen Carter, if he is on the board at number 10, now, depending on what happens with this uh, arrest and all that stuff, that has to be highly into consideration. We cannot wave that off. But it would be hard to pass on Jalen Carter, a guy who many people thought could have been the number one overall pick in the draft. If he falls and he's there at 10, I would be shocked, okay, shocked if the Eagles passed on him. If he's draftable, if he doesn't have a red flag 
a do not draft list. If he is on the draft list, okay, if he is on the Eagles draft list and they have the green light to draft him, Jalen Carter would be the pick at number 10. I strongly believe that. I don't have inside information, nothing crazy like that. Just my belief. This is a guy that can pair up with Jordan Davis. He's a pass rusher. Um, I know he didn't have a lot of sacks, but so athletic. Um, Not ideal height, but very good speed. This guy will be a disruptor. And I think Jalen Carter, if he's on the board at that spot, you definitely have a situation where if the Eagles can draft him, again, if they can draft him, they might have a red flag. That's the guy they probably would be. 6'3", like you said, um, 3'10". You put those two guys together, him and Jordan Davis, and I think Jalen Carter is kind of your replacement for um, Fletcher Cox. He would kind of be you know, your new Fletcher Cox in there. So he would be the next guy. Uh, next up is uh, uh, Brian Brees and... Look, he's another guy which I I don't love this pick. It's just purely going off of um, organizational philosophy, if you will. Okay, if you are someone who follows the Eagles, you know that they generally will go offensive line, defensive line. Well, he is probably the best defensive tackle behind Jalen Carter. Uh, did not have great numbers though at Clemson. And he had, uh, I think he had like a kidney problem. Uh, his sister passed away. 6'6", 298. He's a guy who a little undersized for that position, kind of like a Javon Hargrave type, right? So I think he's a guy. At number 10, though, I think it's a little high. In fact, you might be more inclined to see him at 30. But I'm just going because of the organizational philosophy that, again, this would mean Carter went. You're not interested in a corner, um, and you want a defensive tackle. I think this would be a more of a trade back situation, but I'll throw it out there. And then Kalaja Kansi. Kalaja Kansi is the guy that I think the Eagles, you know, defensive tackle. They love getting that position. He had the speed 4 3, 40. I mean, of course, 6 40. Um, he had the fastest 40-yard dash time at defensive tackle. You have a guy like Canty, he could beat your new Javon Hargrave. 14 and a half sacks, uh, 28 tackles for loss. I mean, over the last two years, he's been as productive as Aaron Donald at Pittsburgh. Um, they're going to lose probably Hargrave, Fletcher Cox, possibly Brandon Graham, and then a bunch of those other guys like uh, Sue and Joseph. They got to get a defensive tackle. If Canty's on the board, I wouldn't rule him out. If he falls to 30, I mean, you're definitely saying he's in that spot. In fact, I've seen mock drafts where he's at 30. So those are 10 names to consider at number 10. Now, I I did that again based on organizational philosophy with the linemen and then need at corner. Now, the Eagles are not against drafting a corner in the first round. They've done that before. They just have not done a good job of it. They haven't done it in a while, and they've not developed corners very good. So I went corner. Now, we always know they can go offensive line. That's something they can always do at 10. Peter Skronsky of Northwestern would be someone in that mix. 
I'd be interested to see if Nolan Smith from Georgia, the outside linebacker, if he fell to them. They don't generally draft linebackers, but would they pair him up with Hassan Reddick? Uh, I doubt that. So that's just a name that I would like because he tested well and he's been a very productive player at Georgia and he's a Georgia guy. Um, the only other possibilities that I can throw into the mix is, quite frankly, I mean, I talked about Weatherspoon, um, Emmanuel Forbes. He's another corner I did not throw into the mix. Uh, he ran a four three forty. He's one of those guys that could be shooting up draft boards because of that. But the only other guy I throw into the mix is Bajon Robinson, the running back from Texas. A lot of debate, a lot of debate, a lot of debate. A running back in the top ten. The Eagles, I can't see this happening, but I can see the Eagles finding a way to get Robinson somewhere else in this draft. Maybe he falls past 10, he's at 15, he's at 20, and then he gets around 25, and the Eagles have that 30 pick, and they move up and try to get him. But would you take Robinson at number 10? It's been a big conversation because, look, Miles Sanders is probably going to go. He's a free agent. This is a kid who put up almost 1,600 yards and 20 total touchdowns. He broke 91 tackles. He can catch the ball. He's a three-down back. He ran a 4-4-40. He's a big guy. He would really complete this offense. You know, Miles Sanders was outstanding, but Bijan Robinson would really complete what was already a deadly offense. So would you take Robinson at number 10? He would be the wild card name here. I personally don't see it happening. I personally probably wouldn't do it. If he fell and he was hanging out at number 24, you know, 24 is the interesting spot here because if memory serves, let me uh, check out the, the list real fast. Jacksonville. So you got Doug Peterson there. Do the Eagles call Jacksonville? Jump ahead in New York and say, hey, we'd like to go there and get Bajon Robinson. The problem with the Eagles is they don't have a lot of mid-round pick. But what would they have to give up to jump five spots, six spots, from 30 to 24? Because I think the Giants, if Saquon Barkley walked, maybe they think about taking Bajon Robinson at number 25. Look, this is an offense in New York that was heavily dependent on the running back. If they let the running back walk, they got to replace the running back. What better way to do it with the best running back probably since Barkley was drafted? Number two overall, which was a reach. And number 10, probably be a reach. So Joey Porter, Devin Witherspoon, Christian Gonzalez, Kaylee Ringo, they're the top four corners at number 10 to consider. Ty Wilson, Miles Murphy, Lucas Van Ness, Jalen Carter, Brian Reese, and Elijah Cansey. They would be your defensive lineman at number 10. And then the wild card I'll throw in there, Bajon Robinson. Who do you like? What do you guys think? We'll do it again. Believe in Eagles right here. Like, rate, review, subscribe, watch on the YouTube, download your favorite podcast, and be a part of the Believe in Eagles Nation. Eagles fans from all over, the draft is very important, especially they have seven defensive players who played in over 700 snaps last year that are free agents. What is going to happen to those guys? Time will tell. It all starts. Legal tampering Monday. Who will they lose? Hargrave, Bradbury, Kaiser White, C.J. Edwards, Marcus Epp, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham. Those eight players right there, all three agents. They all could walk. And that's why I looked at defense at number 10. But Bajon Robinson, don't discount it. If the Eagles have number 10, and he's the highest-ranked player on their board, do they go best available player? 
something to consider. I'm Mike Gill, Believe in Eagles. We're back again. Appreciate you hanging out with me. I hope you'll continue to do so right here on Believe. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.